1: July 30th, 2023 edition here on the Chase Thomas podcast. Special Saturdays, or excuse me, Sunday special. Wow, this week has been wild. Uh, Sunday special here on the program. We've got Stay Hots, Bladen Kirk on the program this morning to talk all things Cleveland Browns. Uh, year two for Deshaun Watson in the cleveland uh the browns evolving identity um their defensive upside where they've added depth there miles garrett uh specifically and what he's looking at this year uh the browns path to first place in the afc north what that (laughs) excuse me what that looks like um for them uh we've also got how they did in free agency and the draft this year and why that schedule looks like a potential playoff situation for Cleveland um, in 2023. So all that and more coming up with Bladen on this Sunday, July 30th, 2023 edition here on the Chase Thomas podcast. Uncle Darren, let's go. Hey, y'all, thanks for checking out the Chase Homes Podcast. If you are not already a subscriber and this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Appreciate you guys checking out uh, what we've got cooking here on the program. Um, If you enjoy what you hear today, please make sure you hit that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. New episode, new content every single day. Tennessee Vols, Atlanta Sports Guys, Sports Reporters Assemble, NFL, NBA, college football, all that and more right here on this feed each and every day. Your favorite writers, analysts, personalities in the space on this very feed every day. So if you like that, you like the best national sports talk with a local flavor outside of here in Knoxville, Tennessee, then this is the show for you. So make sure you're locked in on your preferred podcast player. And if you're already a subscriber, you know what I'm about to say. But if you could, please leave this show a five-star rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however you're listening. I promise you it helps this show continue to grow, helps other people find the show and all that good stuff. So if you could take a second today and you're already a fan, you love the show, tell a friend, family member, co worker, whoever about the Chase Ones podcast as we get bigger and bigger each and every day here in Tennessee. I would greatly appreciate it. Five star review or five star rating. Write a review. I promise it helps in a major way. Takes a second, hit that pause button. Take care of it today, and uh, yeah, we greatly appreciate it. Chase Thomas podcast, the Chase Thomas podcast. <laughs> um, My he- nephew needs me to record.
2: See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it.
1: All right, we're back here on the Chase Thomas podcast, taping this on a Friday evening. First timer, Bladen Kirk of Stay Hot. A sports podcast that you should go check out if you have not already done so some of the best nfl and nba content on the internet right now you're the last of the big three in the stay hot uh universe bladen that to appear on this show but Am we I? always <laughs> saved the best for last year yes
2: <laughs> oh matt and theo didn't tell me this is yeah
1: the has been on a couple times matt's been on once um but yeah is it weird because i uh, you're the host of stay hot bladen and um I always, when I like appear on other shows, it's weird for me to be a guest. Where you're so used to like starting a podcast and you being the first one to talk and like yeah. lead discussions, is is it weird for you right now to like have to wait for me to like guide this conversation?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, w- I kind of did this one time when we had a, a group thing with Haley O'Shaughnessy. I'm I'm not sure if you're too familiar with her mm-hmm. spinsters, with the, right? With, yeah, spinsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a collaboration with her and she introed the show and i was like thrown back i like didn't realize that she was going to intro the show mm-hmm. and then i looked over and i was a like i didn't know you were going to intro normally i intro she was like oh well then give me your intro <laughs> i'm like well you already
1: it was, it was it was yeah a, it was a fun it's movie. weird right
2: it's a it's a little it's a little odd but it's not too crazy so like i don't have a rundown in front of me so you know mm-hmm. like
1: <laughs> That's true. I I have a rundown of mine. I I just keep things very conversational. I I, yeah. I don't even want to know what y'all's rundowns look like for They're not for...
2: they're not that they're not that crazy.
1: Really? They're not. <laughs> Interesting. Like
2: it's normally just like bullet points of like we're going to talk about this and then if there's like a certain thing that we need to bring up, it'll mm-hmm. be in there. Um but it's normally just like we've been doing our division rankings. Mm-hmm. Um or division predictions and yeah. it's just like The list in order of which team we're going to talk about. So we did AFC South, and it's just reverse order of how they finished last year. So it was what Texans, Colts, Titans, Jags. I think Mm -hmm. is the order. So that's that's that was the whole rundown. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I like it. What, if, uh, what have you figured out? What have you got most comfortable with? What was like the hardest adjustment that you now feel pretty solid Uh, since like starting with TikTok and for the folks who aren't familiar, uh, three different uh, TikTok stars coming together on this very show? What was the hardest transition going from TikTok to uh, hosting a podcast?
2: I think it's just getting your thoughts out in one hmm. coherent note, like and I can't even do it all the time. It's just like getting your thoughts out coherently the first mm-hmm. time because you don't get extra takes. So you can be like, hold on, let me reword that. But like, um, you, you there isn't a like pause retake really. I mean, there kind of is, mm. right? If, as long as you're not live, we can be like, oh, we'll cut that out later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say it's generally that, which it's not a total, problem it's just on tiktok you know you can be a perfectionist Mm. but are you a perfectionist
1: how many times are you editing stuff or like can you do it in one full swoop what are we looking at here because it's just a different world i'm not familiar with it it's just not not something i've dove into i think matt and i both will do
2: a lot of takes Hmm. like I'll, i'll sometimes a video might take me couple minutes sometimes mm. it takes take me an hour to get <laughs> to get how i want it to be mm. um and it's but it's always the the dumb ones that do really really well like when I, your
1: parents explain what you do for uh do for like the podcast and tiktok and everything else what is the most common way have, what have you done because as someone who's been in the podcasting writing and sports media space for a long time it always cracks me up like he's doing something with audio he's doing <laughs> something on the internet like what do they say for for um
2: they they just normally what happens so when i had my graduation party Mm -hmm. um
1: congratulations thank you
2: i we had a bunch of people over at the house Mm -hmm. so my mom's like telling everyone you got to go downstairs see his his setup (laughs) and i'm just like okay okay so i'm like Mm -hmm. showing so normally it's mostly me explaining what i do down here Mm -hmm. um you know because i just so I graduated college on the thir- on May thirteenth, and I just like, mm. moved back home. So I've just been like, <laughs> I'm I am officially like a grown ass man living in his mom's basement doing a podcast. Like,
1: <laughs> hey, we I've been there. We've all been there, Bladen. Yeah. It's part of uh, part of the game here. It's, it is part uh, of the game. Yeah, we're built different um something like that (laughs) yeah built different well we can talk uh some browns if you would like because i like we're also doing the afc preview series and we're actually doing the afc north on monday with the nfl super friends here on uh the show with jp acosta evan swords and jared bailey and i uh i'm excited to look at this in more in detail over the weekend to prep for it and i wanted to talk to you this week because i think i've got a pretty good feeling for the steelers Got a pretty good yeah. feel for the Bengals, probably the best feel there, and a pretty good feel for the Ravens. I have yeah. no idea what to do with the Browns. Are you a Bengals fan? No, being, no, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm a Falcons fan. I am. Uh, oh. I am from Atlanta okay. originally. Yeah. Okay. No, so I'm a Falcons fan. B. John Robinson out here cooking Troy uh, Anderson today. Like it's it's gonna be a delight. I'm I'm very excited. Like <laughs> just every day is just a new B. John Robinson. I, I, I awesome can
2: imagine thing. being a Falcons fan has to be kind of exciting right now uh drake london's real good mac holland yeah. looks like he got yoked this off season uh so it, it's got to be an exciting time
1: ritter <laughs> i mean i love desmond ritter i as you should but i also am just like i see trey Lance as qb3 right out of the gate here in san francisco and i know that trey lance would have been a falcon if the Fa- 49ers did not trade up one spot before the Falcons mm-hmm. were drafting there, and I just, I just keep that in the back of my mind, where I'm like, I'm not still until we get a full year of Desmond Ritter, I'm not gonna roll out Terry Fonno, uh calling the Niners about Trey Lance, the one that got away. I just, yeah, I, re- I just can't cancel that out of my mind yet. I think the
2: Lions should call about Lance. Mm. That would be, that would be my thing. But and it's like, do you want him to sit another year? Mm-hmm. It's Like he's already into year three. Well, you don't have to do he- that.
1: You have Hendon Hinden- Hooker right there, so you already have your franchise oh, yeah, guy man. in the future.
2: <laughs> oh, and, yeah, so true, man hold
1: on this is a Tennessee I am a Tennessee alum this is a Tennessee <laughs> podcast we are Hinden Hooker stands
2: you clearly haven't seen the episode where we just spent basically the entire time slandering every Tennessee draft prospect
1: oh no I listen Bladen he has been on the program <laughs> slandering. like the, I've, I've heard all of it it's hurtful it's mean it's, it's unnecessary we, it's, it's
2: like they're not bad players is, I
1: have one of them mm-hmm. I have
2: one of them in Cleveland
1: yeah, Cedric Tillman, he's going to be great. He's going to play for you guys I, for I like seven Center years. Till- oh, great goal line guy. He's going to be cute. Oh, wide man. receiver one before oh, the still. end of the year.
2: <laughs> Over Amari.
1: Yeah. Like, why? Hey. No,
2: just, the dude was a three star
1: player, was b- run blocking primarily yeah. before Heipel comes in.
2: I mean, being a better run blocker than Anthony Schwartz is like very low bar.
1: Yeah. So. Tillman's going to play. Tillman's going to be solid. He'll oh, be he fun.
2: will play. He will. I mean, again, it's like the depth at wide receiver for Cleveland coming into this offseason was very mm. shaky. It was like Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and then like Michael Woods. Mm. <laughs> like, let's be so serious. So, yeah, Cedric Tillman will play. Elijah Moore I'm excited for. You got uh, David Njoku out there. So it, it it's a strong unit.
1: And then you get unit, Joe man. Milton at pick five, if y'all are in that spot next year, so you can just reunite Cedric Tillman <laughs> and Joe Milton in Cleveland. Your QB of the future, Blade. Are you excited? Oh, man. I mean... That might break that, y'all's does, brain. I does, can't does wait, that wait for the that Stay mean, Hot Pod does that with that mean we get and y'all.
2: Off, does that mean we get off the Watson deal? Is that... Yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> like, I, Well, that's... I mean, let's get into that, because I think that's the big thing now with Cleveland and what makes them so mercurial, so difficult to forecast, is... What we saw down the stretch from Deshaun Watson last year, and what we saw as a whole was just not good. Like he was yeah. not like he is really bad. Just not good. And that's something where it's like, was that just Rust or is that Deshaun Watson now? And if that's Deshaun Watson now, you're in trouble. If that's only half of what Deshaun Watson's gonna be, you're in trouble because Joe Burrow is in this division. Lamar Jackson is in this division. You yeah. gave up a whole heck of a lot or Deshaun Watson, that contract we talk about, it's its a lot. Based on what you saw, though, and seeing early training camp stuff and personnel changes, do you think there is an uptick and that we're going to see Deshaun Watson be one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC North, and really just one of the better quarterbacks in the AFC this year? Or do you think that's yeah, over? I,
2: I mean, it it's a tough call for sure. Um and I don't like to put too much stake into training camp clips outside of like pushing Dax Mill narratives and <laughs> just like what whatever like bottom of the roster guy I can push if mm. he's balling in camp I'll do I'll, I'll get excited about that um but as far as like I mean we saw what was it 2 years ago when Jamar Chase was dropping passes yeah in in preseason everyone's like it's over it's all (laughs) over um so i I try not to put too much stake into that the thing with watson last year is Mm -hmm. part of the deal of his suspension was he was not allowed to attend any practices and he was not allowed to look at the playbook so i think you can chalk some of it up to rust you can chalk some of it up to he literally did not know what he was walking into Mm -hmm. it's like you just walk into a building blind and someone hands you a playbook and says, "You have a week to figure this out. Um, we're gonna roll." And then they're running this like super bizarre offense that's like completely different than they've been running all year it, it It was a lot that was wrong when when Watson came back. I think any marginal increase of performance from last year would be a drastic upgrade hmm. because, and I think it would be a big upgrade from at least Brissett. And I liked Brissett and what he offered, but he didn't offer a lot out of structure. And what I did like that Watson provided that I saw at least on la- like from the few games we saw last year is he was still breaking sacks. He was breaking tackles in the pocket. He was able to make plays or at least extend plays, you know, whether or not he finished them, that's that's a whole nother conversation. But mm. he's able to at least extend the play. And if we can get to a point where he is finishing those plays, because now he has a full off season, to get familiarized with the playbook and with the receivers and with the coaching staff, we could see I, I would expect to see marginal improvement.
1: You would expect it though. I,
2: but... I there are expect like there's no realm where there aren't expectations. It's like, sorry. Yeah. What's it? $64 million cap hit. There's, yeah, expectations.
1: Do you think we ever see him get back to MVP form in a Cleveland uniform?
2: That's, that, see, it's like, that should be the expectation. Because mm. it's, again, the contract is ridiculous. But I don't think that's realistic to expect. Again, hmm. it's, he's, it's been a while, Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like to expect him to get back to an MVP level. Maybe we don't say that, but if he can be Dak-esque, or maybe even a little, a little bit better than Dak, I think that's the, I think that's the expectation. Would be like close to, if not top ten. Hmm. So maybe that's that's maybe not an MVP, but if we're like, you know, we're getting into that consistent top ten area, I'd I'd be at least happy. Because then at that point, it's like, well, we have the best running back in football in Nick Mm. Chubb. We have a really good offensive line, except for Jedrick Wills. Um, (laughs) We have (laughs) a pretty solid group of receivers, and we've made massive improvements defensively. That should be a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. Eh, Maybe not top 10 defense, but at least creeping back towards average because it was real bad last year. Mm.
1: And then we'll see. And then we'll see. Yeah. Almost. I mean that's 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 it. I mean, have you gotten a good handle on the Browns? Do you feel like you know exactly who this team's gonna be to this point? Like, do you have your firm like I know who the Cleveland Browns are heading into the twenty twenty three season?
2: They're the same team that they have been on offense, really. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna run the ball and now they hope they have a quarterback to where when they do want to throw it, they can do it very well. Mm-hmm. Right. And that that's the real goal, I, I think, is just you're adding on to what you you already had, right? Mm-hmm. They they were a good run deep they were a good running offense and they had some solid players in their second day. They have Denzel Ward, they have Miles Garrett coming off the edge. It's Like you have guys here and there, you just need to kind of fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the offense, I don't think, changes that much. And I think even if Watson were, like, at a Brissette level, like if we were getting Brissette level of play out of Watson, I still think we would be okay just because I think the offense can revolve around Nick Chubb so well. And the receivers, I think, are a little bit deeper, so you have more options to go to. The big the big important thing for the Browns this year is the defense because the run defense was terrible last year. So you need Dalvin Tomlinson to step in and make an impact on that. You need um, Okoronkwo to be an impact player right away. You need uh, Zadarius to be a good complementary piece to Miles Garrett off the edge. Those things come together, which I imagine they do. We're looking at a much improved defense. So, I think what you look for from the browns defensively, because I think i I, I don't think the Browns are that hard to figure out offensively. Mm. If you look at what they're going to be defensively, I think it's going to be a lot of i think I think we're going to see Garrett and Zedarius get after it, right, And I think mostly Garrett, like if Garrett were going if Garrett were to win defensive player of the year, this would be the year to do it,
0: because
2: mm. he now has guys to like take up extra blo- like you can't double team Garrett every play because someone else is going to get through. So this would be Garrett's year to win Defensive Player of the Year. I think we could see a really gnarly pass rush. And I think we see an improvement in the run defense. Our linebackers are still really small. But I think we see an improvement in the run defense. And then I think in the secondary, we're going to be okay. As long as Newsom can stay healthy. And you know, we added Juan Thornhill. So that should be an improvement at safety. I like what we get when we bring Delpit down into the box. Mm. He, he might be our, our best, like, off-ball linebacker, and he's a safety. <laughs> so, or as far as run defending goes. So I, I, I think that's probably the world that we live in, where we see a lot of Delpit in the box still. We see a lot of man looks, like we've been getting with Denzel. And and new some and they're good at it as long as they stay healthy. I think it I think it'll be a fine defense. I don't know if it'll quite be top ten, because there mm. are a lot of good defenses in the NFL that I know are good, and the Browns just like added a bunch of pieces, and I hope it fits, and I hope it's good. Um that's yeah. So I I, I think it looks better. It's it's just you just kind of have to wait and see how it all pans out because the Browns have looked better before. I've had high hopes before and nothing worked out. <laughs> like, not even close.
1: Kelly Holcomb's not walking through that door, Bladen. <laughs> He's not oh. walking through the door right now. Um, what would you say is the biggest case, though, for Cleveland making it back to the top? If you had to make the case to an optimistic Browns fan for the Browns to make it back to the top of the AFC North. In the biggest case for them staying in the four spot, what would it be?
2: So, biggest case for them to win the AFC North and biggest case for them to lose it? Yes. Like, okay.
1: first to worst, basically. First to worst.
2: Okay. I mean, the case for them to win it is Burrow's not back right away.
1: Mm. That's <laughs> the never rate- good when you're just like, I need one of the quarterbacks in the division <laughs> not to be available. Like, well, that's our starting point here. Point. Here's the thing.
2: I, I legitimately, like cincinnati and baltimore are so damn good they mm-hmm. are and like it's it's going to be so hard to knock those guys off but i mean if we're like best case scenario I, mm-hmm. <laughs> no i'm not gonna I, I i i want burrow to get back just for like the sake of you don't want you don't want to see a superstar down yeah um as far as what the Browns have to do I, you you need Watson, I think, to just get off hot like mm-hmm. right away i think I think you need Watson to be good right away, you need him to be like clearly a top ten quarterback, and people need to be like by by the bye week, we need to be having discussions. is he top five again like mm-hmm. um, you need Nick Chubb to be on his shit as always, you need him to be running in between the tackles, stiff arming guys into next sunday um Amari Cooper having like a really big year, I think would be pretty, pretty big for that. Um, he, he's been, con- he's like always consistently good, but we had this conversation about like, why, why does no one talk about Amari Cooper? And Theo's just, like, he's just boring, man. He has like <laughs> 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns every year, but nothing more. <laughs> it's like Brandon right. Cooks, right? It's, it's, yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot like Brandon Cooks. Um, a little stylistically, a little bit different as to how they get it. Um,
1: but they just but, quietly do just enough. Yeah. They're never going to be elite, but they're just good enough. They're just solid. Yeah.
2: It, so Cooper's Cooper's really good. You know, I I know he's going to be reliable. Um if if we get you know our our annual five times a year Donovan Peoples Jones big play. Yeah. It's it's a lock to happen. Um Cedric Tillman, he if he if he can step into a role right away, be an impact player. You seem to be in belief that he can
1: i love said man he was a go-to guy like just watch here's what you got to do every browns fan watching right now go watch the pit tape just go watch tennessee Pitt from last year like just watch every throw to cedric tillman like he won the game just a go ball to end it in overtime like hinden targeted him i swear 17 times in that game you just look at it he's just a big like he's just he's a smart receiver he's big he's large he's got a large catch radius I just feel like guys like that aren't... I just feel like in the league, and you can speak more of this than me, it's just there's so many big... Or there's so many fast. There's so much speed. The guys are smaller. It's about getting over under the middle. Like There's just so much more priority um, with those kind of guys now that it seems like guys like Cedric Tillman are significantly more difficult to find. I think his skill set's very different than where the league has gone at the wide receiver spot. And his it's, size alone.
2: It, it's not... I don't think that's completely off base. Like if you just look at like the Browns receiving core, I, mm-hmm. I think it was like they went in the direction of they were, they, they kind of tried to do that in their draft recently when they took Anthony Schwartz Yeah, and he just like didn't work out. And I'm like, yeah, this guy like can't run routes. He's fast, but not quick. And it's just like, I I, I don't know how that va- like, there's just like, wasn't a ton of value in that. They tried to get this gadget guy, like Paris Campbell. And I'm yeah. like, it's just not going to work. So I, I do like adding, everybody wants their
1: own Percy Harvin. Right. It's like, it's, let's cut the, everyone wants their
2: own Tyreek Hill is really yeah. what they want. But like there's, there's one Tyreek Hill. Like mm-hmm. let's <laughs> you're not going to find that Waddle is like the, the fact that the dolphins have Waddle and Tyreek is, is crazy as to how that worked out. Mm hmm. So no, I, I I think Tillman is a good complementary piece to what to what the Browns have, and I like what the Browns have built as far as their receiving core. I think it's like a a good group of guys that can all do a lot of different things. You have Donovan mm-hmm. Peoples Jones is like your your deep threat, big play guy, and he does convert on that pretty frequently. Amari Cooper is your reliable, great route runner, always knows where to be um and the addition of elijah moore i think he adds a lot after the catch he's a more dynamic player who can who can make guys miss in open field so i i like what the browns offer at receiver a lot and i think that'll help watson too because like bro when he was cooking in houston he didn't have that many guys to really throw to i'm like this receiving core is probably is it the best that I mean he did have Hopkins at one point, yeah, but like this receiving core is is really nice, I think, compared to what he's played. It's definitely with in the, the past. deepest. yes, it it has it has more guys available to his to his arsenal, and you have the 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 run game to lean on, like yeah. it, you need to take some pressure off, lean on lean on Nick Chubb. He's there. You have a good offensive line, except for Jed Wills, but um he stinks, man.
1: I, you're just you're not about it I, I No, I, the way I ha- talk about Jed Wills is how I talk about Jalen Mayfield like until you've done a full like year of Jalen Mayfield with the oh, Falcons man. like it's just yeah when you have a bad offensive lineman and they're just there it, there's two different ones a bad offensive lineman stands out like a sore thumb for uh for us uh, NFL podcasters and then the other one is corner bad corners you just Brandon, I think uh, Cornell Armstrong, the corner mm-hmm. um, for the Falcons. I don't know if you watched the tape of the Bengals Falcons last year, but um, Agent Terrell was hurt, I believe, in yeah. this game. And when I say the Falcons had to, he was a street free agent. And when I say <laughs> Joe Burrow lit up when he saw Armstrong on the field and whenever he was on the field, whether it was Herbert at home in that game, just over and over and over because it's a league where it's like it's ma- it's matchup hunting like nba yeah. is the same way you're matchup hunting and you can't hide bad corners like they're gonna find you they're like yeah. where are you bad cover linebackers whoever smart offensive coordinators are gonna find it and they're gonna find it and browns fans are like we have a weak link and it's gonna be annoying and we just can't it's, it.
2: it's not that it like I, I i'm privileged enough to have a good offensive line mm-hmm. like collect like i have four good guys right yeah. i have and two of like the guards are like the best guard duo in football mm-hmm. outside of maybe Philly. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's like, it, it, sh- it really sticks out how bad wills is compared to everyone else. Uh, yeah, but it's like, no, you're right. It's matchup on it. And this is like when, when Clowney last year was complaining that Garrett was, was getting all the good matchups mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, cause he's better. it's like oh my bad for wanting to to get easy pressure on the quarterback
1: uh it's just silly
2: it is silly but
1: um did they do well ultimately now that it's done the draft free agency and everything else did you what would what grade would you give uh barry and company for what they did this spring and summer
2: I thought they crushed it, man. Okay. I thought they crushed it. I mean, the the big needs that they had, they addressed, right? I mean, the big needs for me were, um, the the like the interior of our defensive line, which we mm-hmm. which we got Dalvin Tomlinson, and then we drafted Siaki Ika out mm-hmm. of uh, Baylor, who yeah. Theo and I really liked because I mean he's just, <laughs> um, so so I was really excited with mm-hmm. with those with those additions. And then I, I was also like, you know, we could use some depth at receiver. And then we got Tillman and more. And then I was like, ah, you know, it would really make this offseason great if we got another linebacker and we got Okoronkwo. And then I was like, I mean, shoot, you, you might as well get another edge guy to compliment Gary. And then we got to Darius. I'm like, well, there's nothing else you really could have done except for replace Jed Wills, you know? <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I just don't have really any complaints as far as what they could have done the the only thing that i'm like ooh, is the um the restructuring of watson's contract uh because i know that's gonna put us on that deal for a long time so it's like it saves us money this year to make the moves that we did. And I'm happy that we got those guys. But now for the next three years, $64 million cap hit. Obviously, you cannot live in a world where your quarterback has that kind of a cap hit. So what they're probably going to do is extend him next year. And then it, it it's not like they're not. I don't think it's like um, I'm trying to think about how to elaborate. like why if they're going to extend him. But they're just gonna like restructure this deal to be spread out instead of over three more years to be over like five more years, so mm. that the cap hit is more digestible. Mm. That that would be that would be the reason why they would extend. It wouldn't be like.
1: What just, if you did the opposite though? What if you did the opposite, Aaron Rodgers, where you're like, let's get as much up front load. Let's just get out of this. Like, how much, <laughs> Deshaun, are you willing to make this year? Oh,
2: that. That would be it. So y- you have to like talk to the rest of the team is like, Hey guys, yes. I need you for one year. <laughs> You're making no money. <laughs> and then next year you can all get your money back. Yes. I-, I will pay you double next year. Yes. But I need you
1: right now. Bear with me. <laughs> yeah. Like just the opposite. Just <laughs> take one for the team What's that, What's that that one show? company
2: where like the CEO makes $70,000 Mm-hmm. Because he, he pays himself whatever his lowest employee <laughs> makes. Mm-hmm. And then the one that was like the first year of COVID, all his employees opted to take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. And then he like paid them all their, their lost wages after. That would be like the exact same thing. Yes.
1: <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> the money uh, man. Final question here. When you look at the schedule with everything done here, free agency, and In, barring injury of course yeah what does this look like to you what what does this schedule look like for you cleveland brown super fan Playden? uh calling me a super fan is
2: that's high praise man i, know, I call I know it like some, i
1: see it you got a cleveland browns poster behind you you had the pillow true. like you're that's
2: you're true. decked out you're, that's you're true. representing i i know some pretty big some pretty big browns fans though all right. So I actually I have I was just pulling up my my exact <laughs> record prediction because I I'm I have a video that I made for for FanDuel. So, this is this is how it's going to go, all right? Bar for bar, mm. week for week. Now, I had this planned out before Burrow's injury. They're going to win week 1 at home against the Bengals. The Browns are not notorious for winning home openers but Hmm. this year they will okay this year they will i'm very i'm pretty confident in that they have a lot of rookies in their secondary or a lot of young players in their secondary a lot of new guys in the secondary i think the browns can take advantage a little bit uh, of some guys in, in their first full start um and then depending on if burrow's there but i think even if he is there i think you know their offensive line still isn't great additions of zadarius tomlinson i think we can get some serious pressure knock burrow off his spot a little bit make some plays so we win week one go into mm. week two i i think pittsburgh i think they could come out swinging a little bit this year um i think they're going to be a little bit feisty i mean they're always feisty they're, they always have a winning record they have tj Watt back could be a Tough game, especially if he's matched up against Wills, which I imagine he will be. Minka always starts off the season hot. I could see the Browns losing that game. So we're one and one. Mm. Then we play Tennessee. We're winning that game. All right. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Baltimore early on in the season. We know how Baltimore is. Um, they're they're a complete buzzsaw. When Lamar, when Lamar is healthy, when they're playing, they win almost every game. They are ridiculously tough to beat. So even though the Browns are at home, I think they'll lose that game. Mm-hmm. Go into the bye week. Come out, we play San Francisco. That's a tough matchup. That's a brutal matchup. I mean, they're maybe the best team in the NFL roster for roster. They stack up with pretty much anyone all across the board. The Browns probably lose that one. Even though like, I like Cleveland's roster, but I think that... that it's just such a hard matchup and I don't like even it doesn't really matter who their quarterback is. Let's be serious. Coming out of that game though, what what is this win streak I have is going on? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Browns get hot, man. And mm-hmm. part of it, part of it is we get into a chunk where we play Indianapolis. We play Seattle, which Seattle is good. I like Seattle, but it's like I still don't trust their defensive line. I don't think they can really stop the run, and I don't think... like I like Uchenna Nwosu. He's not a tier one edge rusher. Mm -hmm. I I think we can take care of business uh, against their defense. Mm -hmm. And their offensive line isn't perfect. I think the Browns could still get some exploitation done there. We play Arizona. It's Arizona.
1: They're going to be the worst team in football.
2: Probably. I I mean, I'd be, I'd be pretty shocked if they weren't. Then we have Baltimore again. Mm. The Browns will get one. Okay. They're going to get one. I'm going to. Let me have this. Okay. (laughs) Pittsburgh. We have them at home. I think Browns get that one. I like the Steelers. I think will be feisty. I don't, I don't think they're going to go in and like sweep the AFC North or anything. They'll play every team tough. They'll, win two or three of them, I think. Browns win that one at home. Denver, I think Denver's a little bit slept on right now, but I think the Browns can beat them still. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Rams, who are, I mean, they are a mess. Coming out of that game, we have Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's going to be nice this year. The addition of Ridley, I think, is going to be huge. I look for a big jump from from Trevor. You've probably heard Theo talk about
1: how much he loves Trevor Lawrence already. I think he called Desi Ritter an old Trevor Lawrence. That was his comp. I think on... Stay hot. (laughs) That wasn't my word. That was on stay hot. Y'all talked about it. You said old Trevor Lawrence is kind of like a a very old uh, poor man's Trevor Lawrence, I think.
2: I don't remember that. All I remember is Theo was like, I don't want to say he's perfect, and then, and then I chuckled a little bit, and then Matt was like, I don't want to say he's perfect and wonderful, but what other words are there?
1: Yeah. Um. Now, I, I mean, mean, he already had maybe, like, it's going to be hard for him to top his playoff moment from last year, though. Like, what he yeah. did against the Chargers is going to be hard to top. But
2: but I, I think you look at that as, like, that's the stepping stone. Of yeah. Of, like, we, we look at that, we're like, okay. Okay, I see it. I see the vision of, like, you add a premier wide receiver there, I mean that offense can be completely unlocked. We saw what we always see like what Diggs did for Allen, yeah. what uh, Chase did for Burrow, what AJ Brown did for Hurts. You add that elite weapon, it completely changes your offense.
1: If I'm the Jags and Doug Peterson, I'm just pissed because part of what I think they're gonna run into is the Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen problem and really <laughs> Joe Burrow now, which is just that like it is so crowded at the top of the afc yeah that the jags can make this jump and they can be one of the five best teams in football and the four better teams are all in the afc like the jags i think right now like when you look at the nfc and what it looks like as a whole like would the jags be right there with the eagles as the two favorites of the best teams in the nfc it would
2: be it would be the eagles niners and and jags yeah yeah i mean
1: and they're think, the, they're like move us east. What do we got to do? move us east. Cowboys can go to the AFC South. Like put yeah. us in the a- the NFC east or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're going to run into this problem.
2: It's it, it's a tough conference. it's just like it's, there's just a lot of there's a lot of good quarterbacks going on. So yeah,
1: I mean Mahomes is not going anywhere. It's just like how are you like, getting to the Super Bowl? Like Mahomes isn't going anywhere. Ravens just extended Lamar. Yeah.
2: Burrows there. Herbert if. Their, if their defense can get situated, the Chargers are going to be good. It's it, it's a tough, it's a tough run, like, yeah. of Quarterbacks, not even just, not even just uh,
1: like top tier teams. Just like you're going to need a lot of luck. Like you're yeah. going to be good, but you're going to need you're going. <laughs> I mean, to that, need that's how luck. it always
2: is, right? Like. Yeah. It just...
1: I just feel every, like it's different. Every, I've never seen it this lopsided. lopsided in my lifetime. The, in terms of just elite quarterback play in on one side of the conference versus the other.
2: I mean normally it was just like you have two or three good quarterbacks. It was like really yeah. good quarterbacks. It was just like Brady, Manning, Breeze, Rogers. Yeah. Like
1: I mean, those were the guys. Now there's just so many good ones <laughs> right. because the league's got yeah. Well, because mm. every everyone like everyone got the first overall pick in that <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I was talking to, (laughs) excuse me, Bobby Skinner of Talking Giants last night, and he brought up a stat that I could not believe. Do you know who the last number one overall pick to go to the Super Bowl was? Drafted by his team and went to the the Super Bowl. Who that would have been?
2: The number one overall? Number one
1: overall. It's not
2: Burrow? It's not Burrow. The last number one overall. So who was the number one overall pick after Burrow? That was... That was Lawrence. So then who was twenty twenty-two number one? Did that what well, that was that was uh Walker, wasn't it? Yeah, so Trayvon then...
1: went to yeah, Trayvon went number one twenty twenty two. Eli Manning. Oh before Burrow you Yeah, mean. before Burrow, yeah. Okay, it was Eli okay. Manning. And then before Eli Manning, who would you guess? <clears throat> I'll give you a hint. What? They're related. <laughs> it was Peyton. I was going to guess Elway or something, but yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So it's actually not often like these don't happen very often when you draft, when you bottom out and you draft number one overall and you take a quarterback, it's actually pretty rare that you yeah. end up making it to Super Bowl with that.
2: Right. Yeah, it it is rare. So it's like, There's a lot of good quarterbacks and everyone's like, oh, so not not that's like I hate when people are like, well, Allen's not a Allen's not a playoff winner. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, who is (laughs) like, (laughs) like, let's be real here. How many playoff winners are there?
1: What also makes me laugh about stuff like that when we could like, do you know how awesome it is to have a franchise quarterback in the NFL for your team? Like, there's nothing better. Like, I, I wouldn't... Know. You could not face me. My whole thing is, like, with Tennessee, when people are picking at Tennessee's Mickey Mouse offense, and I know y'all stay hot, enemies of the pod. You've been enemies of the pod since the Hypo era started here. There are a lot of enemies against our offense that... um, Let me check my notes here. Led the led college football in scoring once again. It works. It was I don't... a well-designed
2: offense. It, it's a functional offense, yeah. but the players in it yeah. are... are they're uh they're robots man that it's like well,
1: look it works i all i care dogs, about is saturday yeah i don't care it's all we <laughs> just, just got pieces, landed on the... man. and that's yeah.
2: fine yeah like
1: I, i'm i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying kicking the shit out of kentucky and south carolina and everybody it. like it's a lot of fun but you don't but know when else draft
2: is... comes around
1: yeah Well, hold on. We got five stars coming in. Nico, you're going to love Nico in four years. Like Nico Iamaliyama, he's going to be fantastic. He's coming in as a Justin. Call me in four years and we'll we'll talk about it because I will not be watching this
2: guy for four years to try. The only guy I've ever done that for is Jalen Hurts. (laughs)
1: That's mm. it. Well, you might be watching Tennessee, Ohio State in the college ball playoff this year. We'll see. That'd be fun. (laughs) The two best offenses, the two best offensive masterminds in the sport going back and forth. Be fun. Like Tennessee, many are saying would have beaten Ohio State in the college Bowl playoff last year. Uh, Hooker has that dog. Mean, we almo- we yeah.
2: almost beat Georgia. So.
1: You did almost beat Georgia. We did not almost beat Georgia. Like, <laughs> the the Tennessee volunteers did not almost no. beat Georgia. No. Um, but yeah, no, the, the last thing I'll say was, was with the franchise quarterback stuff. It's like you just want to be like when you have that it's just nice you're like i don't know what's gonna happen you know bills fans the the trent edwards era the ej manual era so when you jump on them you're like josh allen's not this josh Allen's like that if i'm a bills fan i'm like i don't give a shit i have a perennial mvp candidate every year for the foreseeable future Mm -hmm. i have grown up with shit and we have like when you figure that out the most important position in football like let's just play it back every year is a possibility every year you're like hey we could go to the super bowl like that is a bill bills fans life for the next three to five years maybe longer depending on josh allen's health and how much he's still running the football and everything else and taking some taking some
2: (laughs) hopefully they find a way to take some take some pressure off his shoulders
1: yeah but, but like it's awesome, everything. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. If you're a Jags fan, like I don't care. Like yeah, the AFC stack. Guess what? I have Trevor Lawrence quarterback in right. my team. I get to watch him play quarterback for 17 games a year, yeah. minimum. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a fun time. I hope that is a the fun time.
2: Yeah, I I think that yeah. All that to say, Jags are going to be good. Yeah, and even if they don't win the Super Bowl, they're going to be an exciting team to watch. Um, they've got some feisty guys on defense, can stop the run a little bit. Then we then the Browns play the Bears and the Texans. Like mm-hmm. I think I think you see the Bears getting a little bit better. They still have a lot. They still have a long way to go, I think. Or at least maybe not like a long way to go as far as like guys that they need, but maybe like a year away mm-hmm. from really being like a good good team. And then Houston is maybe another year away from They're like a year away from being where the Bears are right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll beat them. Then the Browns play the Jets, and the Bengals to end the year. Mm. End of year Bengals. Rodgers, Sauce, Garrett Wilson. Like that's a tough. That's a tough stretch of two games to end it.
1: The Elijah Moore revenge game.
2: Not happening. No. No, we're losing both those. I think probably.
1: So you think they make the playoffs into this scenario? Probably. Okay.
2: I I lean, yes, and I think yeah. I think in this scenario, they end up with the sixth seed. Okay, so are you happy so with that?
1: Are Browns fans happy with that?
2: I don't know. I haven't posted it yet, so we'll find out if Browns fans are happy with it. it I, I again, I think you have to realize that it's like it's a tough AFC. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a tough run of like the Chiefs are probably going to be the one seed. You know, the Bengals and Ravens are both really really good the jags are going to be really good so it's like if you don't win your division which like your division on its own is really hard to win mm-hmm. like being a six seed isn't that bad <laughs> like no y- y- sometimes you got to roll with the punches a little bit um yeah so i i i think it'll be okay it's like not everyone can can win their division. It's like Jacksonville has the luxury of, you know, their division isn't as brutal. They will probably win it.
1: They're the best bet to win go on a division winning streak. Like the Jags, I think of anyone else in the NFL is probably I would pick to most likely to win their division like five straight years in a row.
2: Yeah, I would probably agree with you. Kansas City probably is is up there just because yeah. I don't like until I see the Chargers do it and mm-hmm. like Really like they're always good, but until I see them like have a good defense and like the offensive play calling is better and like the the receivers stay healthy, like until I see it all come together, I'm not gonna, I'm not really gonna buy into it. Um, and I think Chargers fans would understand that. Like, y- how many years did Philip Rivers just like, I mean, they, what is it over the past 20 years or some or 10 years, they have one playoff win? So it's like, I I don't know the exact number. We were looking at that the other day. It's just like, I you, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. So it, it'll be a tough go of it. And like the Chargers could like this. This could be a world where like the Chargers could be really good and mm-hmm. the Browns might miss it. Right. It's like these these are the teams at the top of the AFC. You have the Chiefs, you have the Jets, you have the Bengals, you have the Jags, you have the Ravens, you have the Dolphins, you have the Browns, you have the Chargers, you have the Bills. That's nine teams, right? I would That's probably not...
1: throw the Broncos as the biggest wild card with Sean Payton. Like, what does Sean Payton get out of the Broncos?
2: I mean, he said he'd be pissed if they missed the playoffs.
1: That's what I'm saying. So you, I, I would throw you him throw in. Throw ten in, the, like, yeah.
2: You, you throw ten. You throw a, a, and then like, Pittsburgh's never had a losing record with Mike Tomlin. Yeah. What if they sneak in? Like, what if what if Tennessee is healthier this year because they were really okay, banged well up last let's, year? Let's all, let's all, <laughs> uh, hey, hey uh, we
1: we got the double
2: digits though. Like, th- we did, yeah. But like that, that's a lot of, that's a lot of teams that could that could really reasonably be playoff teams. So it's like to be in the top seven of those is tough. It's really tough.
1: Roger Goodell is like the Daffy Duck GIF where he's like counting the money, like just dancing yeah. as he's counting with when we're talking <laughs> about this, where it's like just you're gonna have ten to twelve teams just fighting for the playoffs in the ASC, like all year yeah. long. Like no, it's just gonna... must see television every week. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna
2: get we're gonna get down to like week 16, 17, 18, mm. and it's gonna be like in the hunt and it's gonna be <laughs> six teams, and we're gonna be like, What are we <laughs> fighting yeah. for two spots? Is that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. It's going to be then, absurd. like
1: the worst teams are just like three and 13 going into week 17. <laughs> it's just there's no the middle Raiders. ground.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah the I remains mean, it's of the Ra-
2: Marcus Peters will surely save this team. <laughs> Goodness, barely beautiful. healthy, barely passing his physical. Jimmy Garoppolo will be will be the savior that they need.
1: I was hoping like not for his health, I want him to be healthy, but like I was hoping he failed the physical and then just like moves to Miami and doesn't sign a deal with the Dolphins but like just waits out to her. like he's on the cap sheet, but he just stays healthy and works out. And he's just, we just know that Jimmy, we're on Jimmy Garoppolo watch because he just pops up on social. Like Jimmy's still hanging out. Like here's what Jimmy's doing in South beach this week. He's just, just on the beach. Yeah. like Yeah. And you do the Gronk call, like, when when Brady came back, when Gronk, you remember that, or I guess Brady did the Gronk call to Gronk, right in that video? Yeah, isn't that what he did? And they just do a honk where, like maybe uh, Tyreek Hill put blast that, and then you just see Jimmy Garoppolo Baywatch style comes out of uh, <laughs> uh, out of the Atlantic Ocean and he comes to save the Dolphin season. I don't know. I just yeah, I wanted that to happen. Jimmy Garoppolo know, just feels I don't like a dolphin. Say, I don't
2: know about save the Dolphin season, but
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he just has such a high floor. Jimmy Garoppolo is the ultimate high floor guy.
2: Jimmy Garoppolo has never played in a bad, in like a like a a non perfect offensive system.
1: But I think the Dolphins have that. Like that would be Mike McDaniel with Jalen Waddle and Tyree. Your offensive Kimmel.
2: line is not nearly as good no. as, Is not as the Forty ers or when he was on the Patriots. Like, no. not even close. <laughs>
1: Well, it, it, that, that's why that it's gonna was, go so great with the Raiders this year. Like Colton Miller right there and what they've got in front of him, it's gonna be a delight. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's great. It's just Colton Miller.
2: <laughs> it's it's they see they have the anti-Browns offensive line. They have Colton mm. Miller and everyone else. The Browns have everyone yeah. else, and then Jed Wills.
1: I would just wait. Alex Otherwood's right there. Like let's just give oh, it a yeah. little bit longer.
2: I, I'm sure the Raiders love every year when when April rolls around and it's like, yay, it's time for the NFL draft. And then they take Cleveland Farrell and then they take Tyree Wilson, who is now not going to play and Alex Leatherwood and John Ross. Who, who are the Ohio State corner? Oh, they, um, um...
1: <laughs> what is his name? Oh, man, that was a while ago. He <laughs> no, just popped up like, in the news again. Yeah.
2: Did he? Ar- Ar- was it Arnett?
1: Yes, Damon Arnett. Arnett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just like the longest list of bad NFL draft picks. It's like
1: I think there was a whole draft that's already off the roster, and it's a pretty recent one, right? Like one of Mayock's drafts is already completely off the Raiders roster. Like one of his drafts, literally, there's not one player from that draft still in the Raiders.
2: Wouldn't shock me.
1: That's insane. There's a
2: lot of Browns drafts like that too, though. So <sighs> I can't, I can't say too much. Yeah, but I mean the Ra- I mean they have. As far as first-round picks go, they have a really bad track record. Yeah. So, it's tough. Hard hard to be, like, people criticize Derek Carr. Oh, he never won a playoff game. Talk about guys that aren't playoff winners. It's like, dog, I mean, it's hard to live when your team can't <laughs> draft <laughs> at all.
1: Yeah. It's,
2: it's, it's a hard life to live, man. So, I'm surprised he even stayed as long as he did got to give him credit where it's due. But yeah, Browns go 11 and 6 sneak into the playoffs.
1: That's a good year. If you get 11 wins, I think Browns fans oh, should yeah. be happy. Like I'm not going to speak for all Browns fans, but hey, I'd fans. be happy. You should be happy with that result. Um, Bladen, what can the good folks check out from you and the team over at Stay Hot and uh on social, FanDuel, everything else? What can you plug as we wrap up here tonight?
2: Yeah, I mean, ev- everything you can find for me is on my website at bladen.com i make it really easy for you just go to bladen.com how'd you get
1: bladen.com that was available how many how many people you know have the name bladen that's a good point right That's. i pay that's...
2: 10 bucks a month for it
1: there you go it's worth it <laughs> i love this website this is a very like to the point website bladen. yeah i,
2: I I'm, I'm i'm working on a redesign right now so mm-hmm. like i don't know when this episode's coming out
1: My goal tomorrow.
2: Okay, Mm. so my goal is by the end of the weekend to have it completely remodeled. I'm adding a new, like I have my ranking quizzes. Mm. I'm adding a new game, but I don't know if that'll be done because I the NFL grid thing came out and I was like, shit. Mm. Now I have to I have to top that. Um, so I'm I'm working on something, and then I'm doing a, a redesign of the front page to make it look a little prettier little more inviting, so we'll we'll see I, what about I got the stay
1: hot.com page when are we get in the stay hot website
2: um that's not that's not my job <laughs> <laughs> if they ask me to code a website and they pay me to do it I'll do it but
1: <laughs> yeah that's a it's a Otherwise,
2: lot wise yeah it it like i'll I'll give you just like the template and i'll let them I'll let them go to work on it
1: there you go bladen this was a blast thank you so much for making the time uh this evening and uh all the best to you sir and uh, we'll have to check back in again soon
2: awesome thank you so much for having me nicely done nephew chase thomas podcast hell yeah